Hello and welcome to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter, and this week we are back after a few weeks off to talk about chapter 25 and to say goodbye to everyone's favorite sex robot. Yeah. I mean, I know sex robot isn't exactly right, but, no, but at hey. this point he's just our Sword favorite robot. drunkard. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's favorite drunkard. No. Who we must we must bid goodbye to this week. Which makes it the funniest that he is was such a breakout character because this is literally it. I know <laughs> for this entire book. He's really barely in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's super, super popular. He is. So, um, we've been gone a few weeks. Just trying to re- remind myself how we do this, and I believe <laughs> that we start this with a reading from our dear princess Irulan. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i'm gonna take and guys it's a chunky one so just bear with me okay i know my reading's not as good as megan's but i'm gonna try all right here we go wadib could indeed see the future but you must understand the limits of this power think of sight you have eyes yet cannot see without light if you are on the floor of a valley you cannot see beyond your valley Just so, Mwadib could not always choose to look across the mysterious terrain. He tells us that a single obscure decision of prophecy, perhaps the choice of one word over another, could change the entire aspect of the future. He tells us, The vision of time is broad, but when you pass through it, time becomes a narrow door. And always, he fought the temptation to choose a clear, safe course, warning, That path leads ever down into stagnation. From Arrakis Awakening by the Princess Urula. Uh, oh, I need to have some water after that. <laughs> death is but a door. Time is but a window. I'll be back. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, Paul. I know. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, what a self-important jag. <laughs> just sitting somewhere just like i mean it sounds <laughs> profound but, but is it is it <laughs> so much of this i is he sitting like i feel like some of this he wrote and then she just like embellished embellished or just wrote just put her name sure. on it afterwards yeah that's probably that sounds pretty good i mean i feel like a lot of what she's written is fiction because <laughs> well i mean because to to her. when you think about it like you need something to like keep people i don't know like i guess it's kind of like gray's anatomy you know that she's been on the air for like forever and i'm sure or even like let me use a, an example i'm more familiar with supernatural <laughs> has been on the <laughs> air for like 15 seasons or something and now it's like at some point, you have to end it, but how do you keep people coming back? You keep giving them stories. You keep giving them things to read and things to watch, and I and feel like that's a lot of what she's doing. Yeah, and also, I mean, when so much of it is about, like, you know, perception and identity and, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, he's an idol, he's a hero, he's this and that. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's you know, propaganda, really, yeah. when you get down to it. But I don't like it that it's trying, you know, we're giving it an epigraph form and it's, oh, it's so meaningful. Like, no, I'm not falling for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know how this turns out. Well, we know better. 
We do. We see. But do the people of Arrakis know better? I would not want to see the future. Um, if anyone's out there handing out superpowers, no thank you to that part. Um, oh, no. No. Never. I never want to see the future. I don't want to see the future. I don't want to mind read. I actually mm-hmm. don't want any kind of real telepathy because it just sounds annoying. Um, yeah. Telekinesis. I could do with telekinesis. Yeah. yeah. I'm very lazy and very tired. Yes. And just amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, none of the rest of that. It just yeah, seems you can keep very it. obnoxious. I always laugh when people say their superpower would be invisibility because I'm like, that's hilarious. I feel like as a woman over 40 that I already have that superpower. (laughs) I I am already invisible. The times that I have wanted to be invisible that I think that weren't just sort of, you know, oh, my God, like, I wish I was invisible. But like, oh, my God, like, I just spilled something or I dropped something or I just realized that my I almost fell in this Chipotle. (laughs) That did happen to me in Chicago once. (laughs) You know, then I would like to be invisible. But just generally, I don't have that much sneaking around to do. What would I do with that? Yeah. Because, I mean, even if you're invisible, I mean, look at it this way you're still bound physically like you're still there Mm -hmm. so you can't you know sneak into an uber or go into work late because someone's still going to notice you're not at your desk that's true and then they look over and it's like oh megan's there where did you come from oh i've been here the whole time no you haven't like (laughs) (laughs) look i logged on in time (laughs) they're like no you didn't it's like shh (laughs) i was here the whole time you just couldn't see me like yeah it's meh Unless you're a spy or an Avenger or something. I don't want to be invisible. Yeah. I don't particularly want to be a spy or an Avenger, though. No. High mortality rate in both. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't (laughs) want to have to live in that big mansion with everybody. Well, and also, I don't want to have to deal with fucking Thanos either. Fuck that guy. Well, yeah. I don't want to have to be on all the time. Because, you know, they don't ever get a break. No. Um... They do sometimes, you know, we pretend that they get breaks, but it's always just, there's still something always happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just why do they always have to live in like a big group home? Except Steve Rogers. He got a really nice long break there. <laughs> yes. And like when Vision and Scarlet Witch were married, they had their own house. Um, but, you know, they're not married anymore. So like mm-hmm. I think he's back in the, the big group house. And I mean, that's fun for a while. You and I have been in a group house. Like, yeah. Living but no, I couldn't situation. do it all the time. But yeah. If, if, if that was still ongoing, this podcast yeah. would just be us no. going, <laughs> I mean, even, yeah, let me tell you this shit that this other person did. Oh my God. No, I mean, even for like a long weekend, I still had like to go up and like spend some quiet time in my room just oh, yeah. because I need oh, yeah. like space and to decompress. You know who never gets to do that? The Fremen. Oh, no. No, no, no. There is no privacy in this siege. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if that's your, your culture and you've grown up that way, I guess yeah. you just you learn how to take it. Just, you know, you know all the little corners. Or it's just, and... you know, second nature to you. But me being raised in, you know, very white <laughs> Western culture. Yeah, we're very. I could know, not hang yeah. in the siege. No. Sorry. Accidentally hit something on my phone. <laughs> I was trying I was trying to turn the screen off because it was, was like Was that 
this is so awful. Is it that video of the girl falling down? Yes, rent? it was. <laughs> okay, I see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, I would want to go invisible. Yes, at that point, please. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, no one is invisible in Dune right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think fortunately, because what kind of a, it would be such a, so much bigger mess. I mean, at least Leto, too. You can see that fucker coming. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. He coming. <laughs> he's a chonky boy. You're he not going to miss him. Oh, my God. He's, he's he can't serious. sneak up on you. No. <laughs> I just... I, it's always interesting with sci-fi and fantasy. The mm. things that are in a world that people are very used to. Yeah. You know, like when you see something like in Star Wars, you know, it's like, oh, there's, you know, a Wookiee. And it's like, how would you ever get used to that? Like, you know, you'd have to, like, I see aliens all the time and it's totally fine, you know. Yeah. But even just with stuff in Dune, like, oh, I think that person over there just saw the future. That's a little unsettling. (laughs) Or in, like, we were talking about with Dark Tower, where it's like, oh, that cow has two heads. Okay. how, How about that? Yeah. They all Whereas seem if to. it was me, I'd be Ew. like, what the fuck? Yeah. That cow! Which is why we're never going to be chosen for the content. And we'll never no, be taken never. through a doorway. Because our first no. things we go, yeah. <laughs> My shoes it's hurt. It's so hot here. I'm wearing really bad shoes for What's this. What's with all this sand? There's sand everywhere. Also, that cow has two heads. Yeah, that's weird. What, we have to eat this guy's beans now? Ugh. <laughs> I do not want to shoot a gun. No, thank you. I'm okay. I also it's, don't want to eat beans, like, ever. <laughs> Just count me out from that lifestyle. Dude, what happened to your hand? Ew. Ew. Uh, but can you imagine you just walk into a room and there's a dude that's a worm? I mean, I imagine even though, but even for doing that was weird, right? Yes, yes. You know, that had never happened before. And people were like, what the fuck? You know, (laughs) I think they even like mentioned like when in the beginning of God Emperor, because someone's like coming to see him and they're like, whoa, what's with this guy? That's why we skip ahead thousands of years, because they wanted to skip over those medium in between years where everyone was going, ah! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh, oh god hold on dude uh, what did what did you what, do uh, what did you do uh, <laughs> oh just, god it's like that that gif of the dude opening the door and just going <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just homer simpson like sinking back into the hedges uh, please, please send us your gifts. How you would react seeing? Yeah, Carino too, for real. Please. If you just walked into a room and there was a giant worm man, like you'd have some kind of reaction who, for sure. Who might be ten feet tall? Who might be fifty feet tall? We don't know. Yeah, is giving us everything. It really has. There's a whole gamut, but. It's yeah, even like I don't think we want to talk about this chapter, honestly. No, because it's a very big chapter. I mean, lots of stuff happens, and unfortunately, I mean, yeah, we already covered the most important thing that happens. Yeah, in our intro. <laughs> so we're back with Paul and Jessica. 
Uh, they're yeah. still in the desert. Uh, an ornithopter had just landed at the end of their last chapter. And mm-hmm. da, 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 it's Duncan Idaho. It is. And he's like, I'm, I'm here to save you. And Dr. Kynes. He's also. Yeah. He's hello. <laughs> he- he- hello. <laughs> kind of iffy on you. Yeah, he's on. a he's a bit of a he's the claws are out a little bit with Doctor Kynes. He is not having a good night. He is not no. pleased about any of this situation. Duncan, meanwhile, mm-hmm. is like, oh, "Look out, guys! There's going to be a boom, <laughs> big old boom." Yeah, I love this part because Duncan's <laughs> just like, "Oh, I left him a surprise," and then there's this giant explosion. So he left uh, his shield up on full power. Yeah. So when the Harkonnen or the Sardaukar, whoever it is, use their laser guns, boom. Subatomic explosion. Like they that all is just that's saw, I guess. That's the way to get your point across, I suppose. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I I mean it's not technically prescience, but Paul, don't look at explosions. Pro tip. Right. Wink. It's probably not a good idea. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Um that's so, yeah, just Duncan's just like I did that that was me <laughs> he's very proud of himself he very much is yeah uh Kynes brings them to a testing station mm-hmm. and he's just like why am I helping these people yeah pretty much <laughs> I mean he's just kind of going off this hunch of who Paul might be but mm-hmm. he's not sure yet and <clears throat> he's like I don't know this kid's weird yeah. He could be, he could be our Lisan al he might not be, who knows. Yeah. He's really annoying, though. He's 15 and he's a jerk. I want to imagine he's wearing the sparkly hoodie I saw a picture of Timothy Chalamet wearing. Yeah. yeah. He's just, that's <laughs> what he was wearing when all this went down. Um, Over he put his it on. Suit. He just put it on yeah. for his still suit. I'm not leaving right. this. It's my new hoodie. <laughs> this uh, is supreme. It's not staying behind in the ornithopter, you crazy mother. <laughs> I just got this. Uh, I think I might meet a girl. <laughs> so Paul is just guessing what the facility's for because he's mm-hmm. a real little know-it-all. Uh, it's part of Kind's plan to make Arrakis more habitable. Yep. And there's a bunch he of He guesses around. pretty much immediately. Like, that's what they're doing. Uh, and another Fremen comes in and tells Kynes that their generator equipment isn't working. And so they He calls can't... him Liet, though. Yeah, he calls him Liet. Bom, bom. Which, that, how do you screw that up? I, I mean, mean... I think they're being very careful. Usually. I mean, I guess at that point, at that point, it's like, what's the harm in Paul and Jessica knowing? Because... What are their chances for survival at that point? Yeah, but that's, I think that's... Because Kynes choice. is still not, Kynes he's still not on board with them. Like, he he would either kill them himself or let the Sardaukar kill them. I just, I, I feel like that's, that's quite a gaffe. Yeah. Um, I feel, and it's such a, I guess a mess, a slipped name is kind of just such a soap opera kind of conceit. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what did you just say? You know, like dun dun dun. Or yeah. when in any fantasy novel, when someone's revealed to be the long lost princess, when it's like, oh sure, oh, I always have this dream where somebody calls me whatever, and it's like, <gasps> what? <laughs> That's what I always called my baby. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so now Paul's just like, by the way, I'm the Duke. 
Yeah, he's he is like comes out swinging with his Ugh. big Duke energy. Like, <laughs> this big I'm the Duke hoodie. now. Yes, this I'm the Duke everyone. now. And <laughs> here's what you're gonna do for me and my mom. <laughs> and poor Jessica's just like, can I get a drink of water? Can I get? Anything? Can I just get a different kid? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this kid's doing all this. Duncan Idaho, who I'm still mad at, is just right yeah. here. Probably super hungover, but he's just happy. He made a big explosion happen. I'm pregnant. It doesn't take much to <laughs> to make um, Duncan happy. He's you know Duncan's a big starer. He's still in that corner, just like hi, hi Lady Jessica. Yeah, stare. Uh, like I'm pregnant. The love of my life is dead. Can I sit down? Just yeah. I'm gonna sit down over here, and you guys just do whatever because I'm tired of this. <laughs> But Paul has a big old plan. And his he does. plan is a Paul plan. <laughs> so he wants to get proof about the Sardaukar helping the Harkonnen. That he's yep. going to threaten the Emperor. Good plan. Good plan so far. He's going to re- reveal the Emperor's treachery to the Landsrad. And then there will be a big war between the Imperium and all the great houses. Just because like, yeah, that'll be chaos. Good job. Yep. Uh, then, once there's chaos, Paul, since the emperor has no sons, will uh, offer to marry the emperor's eldest daughter, and then he'll be the emperor of the universe, and he'll make everyone stop fighting. And it's like, uh... yep, that's how it works. You just magically say, everyone stop fighting, and they're like, okay. Okay, 15-year-old kid. <laughs> I mean, Paul is still a little bit of an idealist at this point, I think. And But he's like, hey, but you'll back me up on this, right, Kynes? And Kynes is like, mm, what? Is this plan again? You're going to what? <laughs> <laughs> the poor. Meanwhile, Rulin somewhere is just like, oh, my back's all prickly. Like, hey, someone's talking about me. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> I don't like this. Um, he tries to bribe Kynes. Because yep. he says, well, if you help us, you know, once I'm emperor, I'll have unlimited money and you can use all these resources to turn Arrakis into a paradise like you want to. And Kynes is like, uh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need yep. that. He does not. Because, like, he's a Fremen. They can't be yeah. bribed. No. And he, he actually says, and I really like his line, he's like, my loyalty can't be exchanged for coin or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a line that I really enjoyed. That's a stronger character than me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, with everything else that's going on, I might be kind of like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I don't what do love I have to do? the emperor. Exactly. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, what, what does that cost me? I don't know. I'll just yeah. get you guys on an ornithopter and get you out of my life. <laughs> so this is the point where Paul, like, apologizes to mm-hmm. Kynes for saying that. And Kynes is like, what? He... He apologized to me. No Harkonnen ever did that. Yeah, they're different people. And they're dicks. <laughs> they're assholes. They're completely right. assholes. Jesus, dude. They, and it's so funny to me that, I mean, that was the Baron's entire plan was, you know, oh, if Fade, I mean, if uh, the Beast, Raven, is in charge, then when I bring in Fade, everyone will be like, oh, my God, Fade is so much better. Mm-hmm. But that is his big plan. You, you guys had just really set the stage for the 
Atreides because you guys are such assholes. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to wait for Fade to be kind of not as bad. Right. <laughs> They're like, hey, these, these these ones we've got right here seem okay. I would love like an alternate, like a fanfic or whatever, uh, an alternate history where Fade ends up ruling Arrakis and does like a really great job and everyone <laughs> loves him. I think that would be amazing. But always in a leotard. Oh, yeah. Or his little bikini. <laughs> his little steam room bikini with the little wings on the side. I don't know. I've thought about this it's a lot. Still, you just thought about that scene a lot. A uh, lot, okay. <laughs> I just... The, so much of that is funny. If There's a part of me that wants to think that they were still saying that these characters were like 16-year-olds. And they're like, yeah, Sting, he's 16. Right. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, he was young and nubile, but he, 16 he was 16. not. <laughs> Yeah. No, he was like 30. <laughs> it's just like, oh, sure. Yeah. It's like 90210. I'm a yeah, senior I... in high school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but as they are discussing this, mm-hmm. uh oh, some stuff's happening outside, guys. They weren't yeah. able to put up their shields, so they've been found. Yeah. There's uh Duncan is fighting off a couple dudes and it's pretty it's pretty bloody from what they mm-hmm. you know from what the the narration of the chapter is sounds like it's a pretty bloody uh fight and they drop the door don't they they drop like a security yeah, door they have yeah. to because there's no way to get Duncan back right so um. Duncan is done for Yes. I mean, it, I think in a lot of circumstances, there would be a lot of vague, oh, did he die? He dies. Yeah, um, he does. He dies here. Um, so this is the part where I'll put in some mournful music. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. R.I.P. Duncan. We'll miss you. Bye, Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> but Kynes, he's like full of plans. He's like, well... I've got, uh, there's an ornithopter, there's a secret passage, just follow this secret passage. (laughs) I mean, it's very Scooby-Doo. I think in my notes I said Scooby-Doo, but yeah. Because it even has magic lights. There are arrows. that disappear whenever someone passes over them. Yeah, so no one can follow you. Mm -hmm. I need that. It's like Ikea. (laughs) Yeah. I was just at Ikea today. Let me tell you, those arrows are very helpful. They very much are, although they don't glow. Mm-mm. Maybe if you're in Ikea at night. And luckily they don't disappear. But I wouldn't go to Ikea at night because I've read Horror Store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's an ornithopter. There's just ornithopters everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Paul Oh, just... and the, but the Kinds is like, well, what are they going to do? I'm the Imperial Planetologist. It's just like, you're going to wish you hadn't said that, my yeah. dude. Uh, no one's going to care. Right. I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to say, well, I'm Dr. Kynes, the Imperial Planetologist. And they're going to say, uh-huh. Good for you. <laughs> That's why I have a trading card of a character carrying you down the steps later. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think you have an overinflated sense of your own importance here, my friend. Well, I mean, he's the Imperial Planetologist and like you know the leader of the fremen basically and yeah but like to the to the harkonnen is what i mean like he's not important to them at all i would never i don't think it would matter who you were i would never want to see a harkonnen 
No. Basically. Fuck I no. Oh, God. Like, I don't think there's any way that that ends well for anybody. No. Unless. Nope. I'm trying to think. <laughs> nope. I guess Margot Fenring, maybe. Yeah. Like, she at least possibly. walks away. Yeah. Uh, so they all split up. Yeah. Jessica's probably like, I would just like to get my own ornithopter. <laughs> yes. You go your way and I'll go mine. Godspeed, I'll see you son. later. I yeah. promise. I'll totally we'll see you We'll back up again. I'll see you. Bye. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get some prenatals. <laughs> yeah. But she's like thinking about plans within plans within plans. Like Paul's plans. I'm just like, eh, it's just kind of one plan. <laughs> the plan really. is get away from here and go hide yeah. in the Fremen. Okay. I think you're you're overthinking it, Jessica. Just get off the freaking. Well, she's get probably out of there. very tired. I know. I do she's have been drugged. To have to emphasize like a lot, just because I think that it does get skimmed over. Because, well, frankly, because a guy wrote this book, she's pregnant, yeah. and not she's only pregnant, pregnant, and she's had like a ton of adrenaline going through a ton her of too. Adrenaline, a ton of like mental stress, emotional mm-hmm. stress. And I get that, you know, obviously Betty Jesserich, she has a certain amount of control over her body, but yeah, I there has to be a limit to that or else then the Betty Jesserits themselves are, are basically gods. And if you can, right. you know, completely... Then what do you need a quitsat satiric for? Yeah, if you can yeah. completely tamp down the, you know, symptoms of early pregnancy, especially with all this other stress, I'm surprised mm-hmm. she isn't just screaming. <laughs> like that's that's the mental strength of the lady jessica yeah it's like i feel like a lot of it does get skimmed over where it's like yeah she's pregnant but that wouldn't make her really tired Mm -hmm. or sick or Or emotional all the time or emotional (laughs) or anything right it's you know it's it's a fiction pregnancy where it only comes up when it matters right um and that's the sort of which the means way of it. whenever it matters to Paul, mm-hmm. yeah. or she's going to make some choices that are not great choices when mm-hmm. you're pregnant. A little later yeah. on, a little PSA, <laughs> right? <laughs> the CDC says don't drink. We say don't drink <laughs> the water of life while pregnant. Uh, while pregnant, yeah, or really ever. Frankly, really? no thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, personally, no I'm like, you. do that on your own time. But like, if do you if you got it, yeah, don't, don't come, that on your don't, own time. Don't but come don't into do, the office under the influence of the water. Right, of life. but don't do it while you're pregnant. That's just not cool. Like, I'm very like, you know, whatever, do what thou wilt, etc. That, <laughs> but like, don't do it when you're pregnant. That's that's not okay. And it's so because in- we haven't reached this yet, but it is mm-hmm. interesting to me that I get why she does it. Because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're establishing their position and everything. They're in would... this position. Yeah. But you'd think she could have probably said, hey, I'm pregnant. Can we and, just put this off? And they'd have said, oh, shit, don't drink the water of life because <laughs> you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then it still would have worked out OK. I just I kind of think that the Fremen would have been a little bit like, no, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't, and she does, and yeah, yeah. But before we get to that, yes, yes, yes. I'm just so, excited. I, I know. want my character. Things are really starting to happen, mm. which is good because we've we have left all the boardrooms and conferences behind for now. 
<laughs> yes, things are happening. We're in the desert. There There's will be summits everywhere. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is fairly action packed. I mean, just here, they get into the ornithopter and fly directly into a freaking maelstrom uh, sandstorm, which Paul remembers saying, like, it could, like, shred metal, mm-hmm. like it's like- paper or whatever, or something like it melts things like butter. and Which. This is an interesting, this whole sequence, I think, thinking about it for the movie mm-hmm. is interesting. Because one, I suspect that they would make the whole thing with Duncan much, much bigger. Because oh, yeah. in this, it's really, we get a glimpse of this battle that he's in. And then we learn later that he killed quite a few Sardaukar on his yeah. way out. Um, but then they're like, we have to shut this door. Like, shit, bye. You know, mm-hmm. I bet it's going to be much more because, I mean, Jason Momoa. Yeah. I feel I like mean, people you, you, will probably... You have them, f- you're going to use them. I feel like there will be other characters fighting in it. Like, mm-hmm. Paul's going to have a knife or something. I don't know. Yeah. Can Timothy Chalamet fight? I don't know what that kid can do. Um, <laughs> I've only ever seen... really well. I've only ever seen him dance. Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> that and... But also, and this is... This is something that I think is unfortunate because we've talked in the past about how, you know, depending on what gets made first, people start to assume that things come from other things. Yeah. I just don't know how much I want to see anyone. Like, I'm not super impressed by you flying into a sandstorm when I've already seen it happen at Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Like, that was super great. And that happened. And Furiosa did that shit. And yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I mean it's, it's I different. Wasn't all but that. Eh. Uh, I was kind of eh about it until like Paul and Jessica are both like doing the litany against fear. And then no, like, oh, that shit. part makes it cool. Yeah, I just... like this is a real freaking dangerous thing that they're doing. It's just if I close my eyes and imagine like a huge crazy sandstorm on mm-hmm. film, I think of Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mostly because I think in the original, in the Dune, the original Dune movie, it's just occasionally a sandstorm. I don't mm-hmm. even know what's going on sometimes in that. It, it would be so nice much, if no we could get, like, some, like, visual sense of what the storms are capable of. Then mm-hmm. I think, you know, you can definitely make that a really, like, exciting scene. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to just say, oh, it it shreds metal like butter, which, do you shred butter? Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, it's show just... it first. Like, we have to see, like, a remnant of an ornithopter or something where it's right. like, oh, yeah, something it was out Something that's storm. been, like, something that's been stripped clean by the storm. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I'm totally lost. I'm in a sandstorm yeah. right now. Wow, that was, <laughs> that was beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. But that um... <laughs> is the end of the chapter. This yeah. is a very long chapter. But we get, I think yeah. we covered it pretty. The mantra against fear, place. always yeah. good, always a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, and that might be the first time we've really heard it, except for you know the first couple chapters or this. I think it's yeah, the but second I mean chapter like in a real oh the whole substantial real world use. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean this is like the shit. Like that's that's you know. Yeah, this is really when you want to use it. I gotta admit, if I had, if I were, you know, to come across, if someone were to send me a link to 
one of those like sort of in this house type mm-hmm. <laughs> wall hangings, but yeah. it was the litany against fear. I'd put that in my house. Oh sure. Just don't put the in this house part because that's silly. But yeah, if it was just <laughs> in the this litany CH. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd, I'd put that on my wall. I'm not gonna lie, I'd do it. Mostly because I feel like a lot of people would just glance at it and think it was like, I don't know, a prayer or something. Be like, right. oh, interesting. <laughs> right. And Megan, Megan and Billy and their religious art. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> I'm sure our friend uh, who is goes under the Twitter handle of at Yarnworks, who does like uh, crochet and embroidery and cross stitch. Mm. I'm sure she'd be happy to like cross stitch you a sample sampler of it. That's yeah. If I can find well, if I can find a pattern for something like that, maybe I'll yeah do that. Maybe I'll bring that back that energy into my life. Yeah, I mean, you just you need something to bring into your new house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Other than just my human eyed dog. Right. <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's at my home. If any of you. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, a few months ago, you might have seen that I had found a print in an, an antique store of it was a paint. It's a painting, a print of a painting of a beagle, yeah. but he has human eyes. Human eyes. I it don't is, know why. It freaks me out. And it was the most popular thing I've ever posted on Twitter. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, and but it didn't become a moment. Dang! Like yeah. I, I wouldn't have wanted that heat anyway. But yeah. Uh, I mean, but, you have things uh, the, to do. One of the friends the with whom I had gone to the store with, uh, with whom I got to the store, went back and bought it. And now I have it for my new home. And I'm very excited so that <laughs> anyone who enters my house will be like, oh, God, that dog has human eyes. <laughs> it's like walking in and seeing a giant worm, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, I, how do you, how do you ever brace yourself for that? Yeah, you can, I, you can get a lot of like, okay, you know. I mean, so-and-so. you can get used. You can you can get used to a lot of shit. I mean, we've been how many years in this in this administration now? Like, there no one's been a it's giant amazing. I mean, yet. haven't they yet? <laughs> uh, no, I like you get some. You know, someone oh, so and so got their hair cut. Like, don't say anything. Yeah, you know, like on Fleabag when her sister gets that haircut, like, you know, with, like a pencil. <laughs> oh God, and Claire, God Claire, <laughs> she gets some beautiful hair pieces, but yeah. that haircut was something. <laughs> but a worm, I just don't. I, this is just tickling me so much. Just people walking in and being like, "I'm here to speak." Oh God, oh boy. <laughs> and when he was like halfway, God mm-hmm. knows what that looked like. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. Those really, really freakish. Oh, no, he just years. needed to talk about talk about behind a curtain, like management on Carnival. Like yeah. I just don't even need to see you. Right. Uh, oh. You got me wanting to watch Carnival again. <laughs> we need this. Um, why? Why isn't Clancy Brown in Dune? I think we probably talked about that. We again, have talked about it, but yeah, Clancy Brown and everything. I mean, Clancy Brown, he's a freaking legend. He's the best. I love him a lot. There's still time. He could do something. Yeah. There's another movie coming after this one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's just the first part. We haven't heard anything else. They're so close-lipped about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm that's hoping pretty... we'll get a teaser soon. I'm hoping. Yeah. I don't know what they'd put it in front of. I guess not Star Wars. That's too obvious. 
Uh, maybe though. I mean, they would want to do it. <laughs> the lighthouse, big release. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm, I might go see that this weekend, so I'll let you know if I see any Dune spoiler <laughs> trailers for that. If I go to see the lighthouse, an A24 film yeah. by the man who brought you the witch, <laughs> and there's a teaser for Dune. Yeah, I'll be like, well, <laughs> this, this is, makes sense. This has been made for me. <laughs> Yeah, this really lines up with all of my interests. Um, I'm going to see that movie, though. It looks amazing. No, I, I really want to see it, too. But uh, I'll have to, to see when I get a chance because yeah. it's exciting. Well, I did want to bring up something that popped up in our Twitter feed today. I looked, I was out doing stuff, running errands, and I looked at my phone, and I had 11 like Twitter uh, notifications, which usually our Twitter is pretty quiet, mm-hmm. um, and it was all for our for the show account. So, um, the hub hullabaloo was because one of our listeners, Zach E eighty nine, who we've mentioned on the show before, is getting a tattoo, and he wanted opinions on the design. And the design is it's actually pretty cool. It's like this little. Usul, you know, this little mouse, mm-hmm. this little Muad'Dib, and uh, its tail, like, kind of, just his little sketch, like, his tail, like, morphs into a sandworm, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I really like that, too. Yeah, uh, but I do want to mention that, you know, while it was all going around, uh, Dunecast mentioned that they have a new logo, and their show logo is fucking sick. Oh no, that's so it's so good. It's freaking <laughs> amazing. Like <laughs> props to those guys. They hired an amazing artist to do that cuz mm-hmm. I saw that logo and I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> so check uh, it out on Twitter. I mean, they haven't like made it their official uh show profile like profile picture yet, but uh if you don't follow Doomcast, do that and uh check out that amazing sweet ass art because oh yeah no that i'm was... always my suggestion was billy's <laughs> billy's drunken idaho picture I mean, always it's amazing it's got a cactus in it and a sandworm in the background <laughs> it makes me so happy that there's a giant cactus in that picture i can't even tell you like how much i love it <laughs> oh no it's it's I'm, i have to get a frame for it because it's gonna yeah. have pride of place like, this is <laughs> i wasn't uh, kidding i i would get that tattoo <laughs> <laughs> that's a full back that's a back oh, piece i mean i don't know about that but <laughs> i've already got stuff on my back anyway to have oh, to fight well, for then. space yeah um and i'm not gonna get, no offense to my husband but i don't have any tattoos so i don't know if i'd start with that it, it's a personal choice yes <laughs> i figured if i get enough kind of big at some point it's just like uh <laughs> Me, I'm going to get a tattoo of Elizabeth Warren banging some 26-year-old. <laughs> oh, my That's gosh. my next tattoo. That, just, that will, you know, put this recording into a, a time a time. Yeah, we're going to date this. Uh, but if you haven't been following this, just please look it up. Just Google Elizabeth Warren Marine. <laughs> yeah, that's um, very funny. It's when you try to start a scandal but you don't know how right and you've tried before and you're not great at it right so it amazes i will just say this without you know getting political it Mm -hmm. amazes me when people try to start 
like scandals and scams and hoaxes like that because they don't put nearly the amount of work in it than people I used to see on Live Journal who had mm. like a sock puppet account. Yeah. It's like you can't start a LinkedIn for a fake person the day before you introduce this person. You can't start a Twitter. Yeah. And, you know, you can't have a website that who is links to you. Mm-hmm. You got to put a little effort into this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think people found, were able to discredit this pretty much immediately. And it's just, you know, I was, you know, I saw people get busted on Live Journal for entire fake identities that had, you know, journals that went back years mm-hmm. because they've been working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Got to put a little effort, a little effort in. Now so what do we have to look out. forward to? We're going to meet more Fremen. Yes. And that'll be exciting. That'll Things be exciting. are going to start happening a lot more a lot more of the cool characters are going to show up frankly yeah. stilgar great yes love stilgar he's the man i know a cat named stilgar cool <laughs> cat that's cool um yeah you know uh, obviously chani mm-hmm. chani we're gonna meet um there'll be a lot of awkward staring yes uh although that i i will say i do like that i like that she's you know raised in this culture where she's you know self-confident and pretty independent and mm-hmm. he's just sort of like hello you're a girl yeah <laughs> she's like yeah i mean fine. it's nice because she definitely humanizes paul mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah i we're gonna find out a little bit more about what's happened to some of our other characters here mm-hmm. and there yeah but yeah so it's not gonna be good that'll... for most people just as a warning yeah it's not great <laughs> yeah so brace yourselves because we're really getting into it now and uh yeah do we have, do we have any like we should probably wrap this up because we're running almost in an hour mm-hmm. do we have any like parting thoughts about this chapter uh not so much i do again i think it's i th- think it is interesting as much as many jokes as we make that mm-hmm. this is the entirety of Duncan Idaho in this book. Yeah. And the whole reason he was brought back was because he was this huge fan favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's so, I mean, I've definitely seen that happen before. And I think yeah. that it happens a lot. You know, we see it on TV shows where you'll go back to the beginning of some character and realize mm-hmm. that they were basically, I mean, as you were saying, supernatural. I mean, or- like, wasn't Castiel supposed to be on like three, two episodes or the something? The first couple episodes <laughs> and um, one that I watched more recently was justified um walton goggins character boyd crowder was only supposed to be in the first episode he he died he was supposed to die in the first episode but he i mean walton goggins is so amazing and the character the character got such a big reception that they ended I, up making him like the main antagonist for six yeah, seasons i have never seen a second of that show but i know who you're talking about because yeah it was just such a like yep oh like, this it's so is so good you know, uh, we okay. just rewatched the whole thing it's amazing yeah i feel like that show it just came out at a point where i felt like i i'm tired of these shows about all these dudes and their stuff because i was mm-hmm. watching a lot of it was that same sort of we were watching a lot of like Mad Men and True Detective, and I was mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, 
Well, True Detective, I, I am very open about my feelings about the first season of True Detective, which I is an I love the first I, season of True Detective. I'm one of the few people, I think I might be the only person in the world that didn't like the first season. No, but I, I think that's fair. I, I, mean, actually, I would never go back to I it. I hate it. I hate it a lot. I still, like, every time I think about it, I get angry. <laughs> I did really like that a lot of people seemed very convinced that it was going to get extremely supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when it didn't, there was so much disappointment where people were like, I was like, what, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that there was ever going to be like, a, you know, Cthulhu was never going to show up, guys. Like, right. <laughs> Narlahotep was not making an appearance. Like these were just symbols being used by evil people, but people nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> but... But yeah, no, uh, it's and it it's always interesting too when characters become popular and they have to kind of you know retrofit actions. Like mm-hmm. I think an example that comes up a lot is uh, Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl, who yeah. in the first episode attempts Rapes. to rape yeah. not oh, not one but two characters. Yeah, uh, but then became this huge popular character where they then had to you know gloss those things over and then have him like kind of vaguely apologize and be like, yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Boy, was that a situation of art imitating life? Well, yeah, then there's also yeah. that. But, you know, they, it was like, oh shit, this character suddenly become very popular. We better yeah. do something about that. Yeah, what are we going to do? You always see that on anything mm-hmm. with an ensemble. So I think sure. it is interesting that, you know, we make these jokes and we talk about it because we've read all of, all of the books. Mm-hmm. And we've, as we've said, you know, Duncan Idaho does come back and becomes a much more important character but it Mm -hmm. all comes from just this guy who has like one big scene where he's drunk yeah and kills a bunch of guys with a sword yeah that's (laughs) that's the sum total of duncan in this book but yeah but now he's like you know he's the character i think anytime you have any kind of secret longing or whatever it has to be like i feel like fans clamor for that they want more of it Oh, I mean, not that I, that was what they brought him back for, but eh, no, I mean, yeah, let's, let's be fair. It is. Yeah. Uh, until he learns to fuck fight. Right. But he has years to go before. Yeah. That. I mean, maybe I he mean, knows how like, to do that now. We don't know. We don't know his business. <laughs> I don't know his life. I don't know his life. I don't know his decisions. <laughs> uh, we know enough about them to frown. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. It's it's amazing to me because I, I wonder sometimes you, know, you think like how do you write that character like at what point do you think oh this guy is pretty cool and you know we've talked about that I mean you know we've talked before about how you know we were both fans of of romance and I think mm-hmm. that happens a lot where a character shows oh, up yeah. in one book and then they're like what if that guy came back or what if that woman came back in a different mm-hmm. book right they seem kind of cool <laughs> or they they seem totally uh irredeemable but i bet i could change that right (laughs) and but yeah this kind of character and that is something that i do think that the not the television show but but a song of ice and fire kind of does well is that there's a lot of characters like this who just die (laughs) and there is no like surprise they're a sex robot it's just well Mm -hmm. he was really good with a sword and he killed a lot of people but he's dead now yeah the end the end that's it like no one's no one's popping back up no gandalf the white oh that's unfair to say because gandalf's not a human but (laughs) 
that's neither here nor there. I no. once took a quiz. Okay. On uh, Sporkle, I believe it was. Sure. Where? Which Lord of the Rings character are you? No, it was about. I'll Lord save of you time. I'm Faramir. Uh, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a good choice. I um, mean, I didn't choose it. I, that's what the quiz told me. I don't think I've ever taken a quiz like that. I should take one. I'm probably like Tom Bombadil or something. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, it's. <laughs> but you could Fucking put Tom in Tom Bombadil. God damn it, Megan. <laughs> love Tom Bombadil. Oh, he's so annoying. I think I just am very fond of him, but every time you curse him, I love him more. It's this horrible <laughs> interaction between us. Uh, by the next time he, you see me in person, my chair I'm just gonna, dog, I suppose. Yeah, by the next time you see me in person, I'm going to be wearing just like a Tom Bombadil t-shirt. Like, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I wasn't wearing this before. That's fine. I'll be wearing my chair dog t-shirt. <laughs> These are horrible t-shirts. <laughs> they really um, are. And, but that you could type in like races for, it mm-hmm. was, you know, like, oh, here's Gimli and it was this and that. Yeah. And for Gandalf, I put my R and they didn't take it. What? But that's what he is. You had to put wizard. Uh, okay. So this wasn't for real fans. <laughs> I felt that way and then I felt bad because I don't I'm like to feel that way. I'm going to be a gatekeeper here. But I definitely was like, hey, fuck you. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, that's what he is. I'm going to tell my husband this, who is, I mean, I, I, aside from maybe Stephen Colbert, like the biggest Lord of the Rings fan that ever walked the earth, he will be livid. I was livid. I was really yeah. angry. I think I quit the quiz. I was like, <laughs> I will not get a less than perfect score because you would not accept my R. <laughs> Screw you. He's oh, not man. even from Middle Earth. <laughs> well i think we should with that on that note we should probably wrap it up for yes the week. yes but we do have something to promote we do we do we actually um as of last week we had our second uh article on the spool this one was about the dark tower movie we have one up there from previous weeks on uh the stand miniseries the original yes. miniseries yeah so uh, if you are a Stephen King fan or if you like or even if you hate his adaptations, check that out. It's thespool.net. Um, as I said, we did The Dark Tower. We talked about a lot about Roland and why, if he looks like Idris Elba, why isn't he fucking everything in this movie? Because he, <laughs> Roland was fucking everything in the books. It doesn't make sense to me that they would not have him do that in the movie. Anyway. It's true. Yeah. And you can't just say things like beam quake. No, you can't just, can't just say beam quake. <laughs> it just does not work, okay? <laughs> On any level. All right, all right, all right, here we go. Beam quake. Beam quake. Yep. Air horns. Flawless. But so please. I really do want, I want your gift reactions to walking into a throne room and seeing. A worm man. A giant worm man. Yes. How not giant? Just a giant that's worm. up to you. Not just, not just a giant worm. Not just a giant man. Mm-mm. A giant worm man together. Yes. A, a hybrid. A combination of the two. Yes. Like any Give of us the... your GIF reaction. And yes. when this episode airs on Friday, I will definitely put up a tweet to go along with it to yes. say, please show us your reaction in GIF format. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We could do something for the winner. I'm sure. To, to be determined. How about yeah? How about an Amazon gift card? I could do that. Ten bucks. Ten bucks Amazon gift card to the best uh, gift that we see. Yeah, because you're walking into a room mm-hmm. and there's a worm man. Yeah. Like, please, I have to know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And you better believe me, I will be putting up my gift reaction as well. Because I will be, I would be completely boggled. <laughs> it's the same way. I mean, honestly, it is the same thing as with something like Lord of the Rings. Cause oh, yeah. How do you deal? How do you deal <laughs> with seeing an elf? Yeah. How does how do you do? I mean, if they look Viggo like Lee, if they look like Lee Pace, I have an instant orgasm. <laughs> That's how I deal with it. Jesus Christ! Oh, he's just so haughty and angry, and he's I riding mean, a giant elk. Yeah, even in that first Hobbit movie where he just shows up on his elk and you just see his like beautiful <laughs> airbrushed face, and he's just I was like, yeah, like peace. It was like sinking down into my seat. Like nobody look at me. I, my moment, and I, and I don't always feel like you know actors don't have to be in love with the things that they're doing. But we've talked Mm-mm. before about how we like it when they at least you know are kind of oh, into yeah. it. And there's that behind the scenes footage where Lee Pace is doing something, mm-hmm. and Orlando Bloom is like looking good, Dad, and he just goes, "Thanks, son," and I'm like, <laughs> "Boom! I love you both." Like, yeah, big hard eyes. <laughs> Thanks for playing right into that little space in my heart where right. I need you to be as involved in this as as I am. Right. <laughs> so, all right, and I think you know, uh, as we said before, Josh Brolin's been doing that. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen a lot from Oscar Isaac yet, but I mean, he's promoting Adam's family or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he'll, you know, he'll have time. He's yeah, got a I lot know, going on. I don't know if I'm actually going to see that Adam's family movie, but I do enjoy all the promos with him and Charlie's. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm kind of just fine with that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just like, and this that's, is fine. <laughs> and I know, and just one last thing, God, we're never ending this podcast, but <laughs> obviously the live action movies are amazing, uh-huh. but it's this is Oscar Isaac and Charlie Theron. You couldn't have just given us that. I know. In life. I know. Well, everyone had pitched, like, if they do the Addams Family, like, a new Addams Family movie, like, Oscar Isaac has to play Gomez. And that makes sense, because mm-hmm, he does mm-hmm. have that look about him. Um, You know, he does, like, have sort of a Raul Julia thing with, like, the shape of although, his jaw and all of that. Although, but, yeah. the age, the age, I don't know, because I don't know what the ages are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But just given, like, there's, you know, since there's been interviews and I've seen more pictures, Antonio Banderas. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. they were talking, like, everyone was saying, like, it it would have to be, like, Oscar Isaac and Eva Green. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. you mean my two biggest sexual fantasies of all time? <laughs> sure, let's put them in a movie together. That'll Justice end well for me. Gomez and Morticia Adams. Fuck yes, man. I mean, Penny Dreadful was rough for me because Eva Green is very attractive. <laughs> well, I, I like, Shirley Theron dressed as Morticia might get a little too, you know, Snow White and the Huntsman. Mm-hmm, but I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love those stupid movies. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. Yeah, so that is going to wrap it up for us for this week. We've gone a little long, but that's okay. You love us anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, reach out to us anytime. We are on Twitter at WeirdingPod. Leave us a review on iTunes, guys. It hel- it helps us out. Like, if you rate and review us, we got a new rating, and I was very pleased. Mm-hmm. Um 
if you've listened to the show and enjoyed it even a little bit, even just me teasing Megan about chair dogs, like <laughs> give us a give us a rating on iTunes and you know, it kind of helps us be more visible and get new listeners and you know, subject other people to this nonsense. <laughs> um or you can always email us at let'sgetweirding at gmail.com, right? Or is it weirding podcast? I can never remember. What is our uh, email? Oh my god. Let me look. Let me I think look. it's weirding podcast at gmail. It's weirding podcast. Yeah. So weirding podcast at gmail.com. Email us. We will definitely read your email on the show if you if you so wish. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. Um yeah, we just like hearing from you guys. We're on Facebook. Reach out anytime. We had a great Facebook post of uh something with uh pumpkin spice reserves <laughs> that someone posted that made me laugh very much because it's seasonally <laughs> appropriate. And very much so. And yeah. accurate. Yeah. What if it tasted like that? Oh, mm, delicious. Yeah. I, I'm not going to pretend that I'm not super basic and love pumpkin spice because I do. Oh, no. They're amazing. And if you had yeah. one of those, the cold brews with the pumpkin cream. Okay. Wow. I'm going to, I'm about to change your life. Okay. An iced tea with a, with one or two shots, depending on which size you get, of the pumpkin spice flavoring, it will change your life. So mm, good. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, since it'll never be fall and will always be summer. <laughs> For you, baby. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, true. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's eternal summer over here. Yeah, I saw. It's, <laughs> my dad sent me a screenshot of the weather and it's going to be 101. So, no thanks. <sighs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> nope. Uh, so until next time when we start meeting some fun fremen friends say that five times fast (laughs) we'll see you next time bye okay